What's up, y'all? It's Books the Bills Podcast, a podcast for the young professional. It's your girl Erica Hilling, all the way from ATL. See, when you be saying ATL, like I don't even want to say my city because it don't even compare. But anyway, it's everybody's favorite <laughs> staff member, Shaq. And so I just say I'm coming to you from Florida because Florida sound good. But oh, the Sunshine State. Yeah. Well, everybody, this is Perfect Patty hailing all the way from TYL, Tyler, Texas. In the great state of Texas. Yes, yes. Do your Tyler dance. Do your Tyler dance. Hey, do your Tyler dance if you from Tyler, Texas. <laughs> this is too much. Anyway, Perfect Patty hailing all the way from Tyler, Texas. And I'm, I'm excited to be here, y'all. I've been working from home. Therefore, I've been, you know, more aware of what's in my home and getting rid of stuff. Amen. Amen. How y'all feeling? I know you said you've been working from home today. So have I. I'm already tired. I mean, uh, if I'm being honest, my mental health is is struggling right now. I, I really, you know, you forget how much you need people until you don't got them no more. And so that's been really hard for me. Um, and, and the whole coronavirus situation has uh, just kind of rocked me and my family closely. So, you know, that's other than that, I think everything is going okay but you know it's just like a i'm just gonna pick a small thing to think about so that i can say it's okay (laughs) so you lying yeah i ain't okay but i'm okay you know i'm not okay i'm not okay have you heard the song by her Mm -mm. i'm not okay have you heard it yes i'm gonna send it to y'all but anyway um well friend i definitely feel where you're coming from it this has been a very odd time and it's crazy because like every time I get on a meeting or anything, I'm like, I hope we don't talk about this. But then it just it's now become so organic that then the moment somebody start talking about it, it's like, oh, now I have to I have to be in this conversation. And then people start saying <laughs> something yep. you ain't never thought about and start. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, it's obviously not fun, but I do kind of feel this sense of connection between humanity right now that is really beautiful. And I hope really just empowers us and teaches us to be kinder to each other and our planet yeah or it could be like faux social media based humanity just like everything else in the world and when we back to normal ain't nobody gonna give a shit no more like i've been thinking about that too well this is perfect patty let me reel us back in because shag just took it to a whole nother space that i'm trying not to he went to the pessimistic side yes (laughs) um i was interviewed by the the gap podcast about how the virus has affected um, maternal, you know, physical health, mental health, and access to care. But they are also doing a series on how the virus is affecting the elderly. And they're going to talk to um, one of my work mothers that I love dearly and then one of my oldest friends and just get their perspective on how it's changed. And I was talking to someone today and her and I always hug. We're big huggers and I always hold her hand. And she's like, I just... I just miss holding your hand. I was like, oh, very sweet. But for real, for elderly, it's like that physical touch is very important. And now that's been taken away from them. So, you know, check on your people. Speaking of elderly people, I will shout out my grandmother today. Today is her birthday. Happy Happy birthday, birthday. grandmother. Yeah, she turned 78. Wow, 70. (laughs) I ain't no 80 years old. (laughs) I it's knew you going to get a friend. Seven to eight, baby. So, shout out to the no, other people. Five. So, yeah, it is. It's I. And I was telling one of my students today that I'm so glad my mom got out of rehab when she did. 
because the rehab and nursing home centers, you might as well just don't go. I mean, they it's got them really shook. like jail in there. Yeah, we think we live in like jail, but you can't even leave out your room and can't nobody come see you. Right. And I'm so glad even if you wanted to sneak around, right. the room, they can't come see you there. And we, yeah. me and my daddy would have to break my mom out of there at that point. So, I... Erica, I <laughs> feel you because yesterday I'm one of the family members that's in the healthcare field. So my mom called me and was just kind of asking for help on how to navigate, you know, our loved ones that are about to be in the system. Um, because one of my aunts needed to go, you know, get assistance and she didn't, she was terrified. She didn't want to put her in there because, you know, that's a lot of pressure on a family member to make that decision. Like, yeah, she needs 24 hour care, but I don't want to be the one to put her in a, a compromising right. situation. So it, it's very tough during this time. And I'm very glad that your mom is home, Erica, because it's a big deal. Yeah. On a better note. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I could not think of a petty question. And I think part of it is that I ain't been to work that had nothing petty happen to me. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing petty. I ain't seen nothing petty. Only petty that ain't been me. You know? I, I I was really thinking. I was like, has something petty happened on one of these Zoom meetings? And I was like, no. I do have a question, though. Be my guess. So, after this working from home situation... Do you look forward to going back to the office or would you rather your position be 100% virtual? Oh, no. It, being in my current job, I want to go back to the office. Now, we still get one work from home day and I honestly would not be opposed to us getting another one. Mm -hmm. They've also even posed us going down to a four day work week, potentially. And being off on Fridays. And so either way, like me and my coworkers have a really close relationship. And yeah, like if anything, even when we are procrastinating and doing in their work, we still with each other and we make it. So like I just missed our camaraderie. Like we cut up at work, like cut up like <laughs> we in school at work kind of thing. Ain't been most serving them cheering and a man on the moon. Look, our students love us and we love them and we real with them. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I definitely want to. Definitely the flexibility. I know now that I don't want a 100% work from home job. The only way I would consider it is if I never had met my coworkers. The coworkers I have now, like, we met and built such a solid foundation. Like, it's, it feels very odd that it's being taken away. And considering that we're on a contract and some people will be transitioning out in June, like, we don't even get to spend our last four months together, nor do we get to see the rest of our cohort in California. So it's really kind of sad. Um, but we've been making the best of it on Zoom. Um, but, yeah. I just want to go next because it kind of mimic or mirrors you, Erica, that I thought of you when I'm making all these telehealth calls. I'm like, Erica's never really met her students. And for me, it's the opposite. Like, I've met these women in person for years, and now we're on a call or a video call. It doesn't feel the same. And so it, I just thought, like, wow, I can't, I couldn't imagine doing this, and I haven't even seen them to, like, get a real good vibe of who they are. So I commend you, Erica, because it's hard. I appreciate that. And it's funny because you can build a whole relationship with somebody and never see them. So, like, it kind of debunked. You know how, like, the whole love is blind and people was, like, really going off about that? I mean, I didn't think it was silly. I was like, 
I do it every day. Like, obviously, I'm not in romantic relationships with my students, but like, some of them like call me and be like, Erica, my car broke down. I don't know what to do. My mama, I'll be like, okay, let me figure out what I'm going to do. Like, we have real relationships and I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. Wow. <laughs> wow. They voice, though. If it was a voice lineup, oh, yeah, you got that. Maybe, but you know, Atlanta, the, the Atlanta students, they all got this twang to their voice and it is so the same. Every single one of them. Georgia in general. Yes. Oof. You ain't lying. It's the same. Spe- I mean, like, I like, I can't tell you. I can't. You sound, I have like six students. They all sound the same. And I'm like, I don't know which one you are, child. Mm-mm. But to answer your question, Jasmine, um, I think that, so I am excited and ready to go back to work, but I would rather have a, a more of a hybrid. So right now, unless I like, unless I damn near take some sick time, I can't work from home. So I'm all in person. So I would like some flexibility to be able to work from home every now and then because I've we have proven at this point that our work can be done from home. And so there's no reason why we should believe that we just need to all of a sudden start coming back to the office all the time. But, you know, it's going to be some people that's going to always make an excuse. Well, you know, times were different then. So we work from home. We're everything's back to normal now. Mm, Tell me anything. I could be working from home. Watch. I honestly think my position is going to go to a all virtual realm because right now we I'm in a home visiting program. They're like, oh, we could pay them the same and they can stay at home. We ain't got to pay for no mileage, nothing like that. Oh, let it go virtual. And then probably say like every so often then you go out and actually go visit the people. Yep. Because what's the typical frequency that you visit a patient once a week or it can be just based on their need. It can be once a week, biweekly, or even monthly. Okay. Well, then because of that, then you should be like, okay, well, you know, this type of patient needs every other day that you go over there, you know, every other visit that you go in then Yeah. So I think everybody will start seeing more of a hybrid. I don't think it's going to be good for like teachers because that's a whole different thing. But I disagree with you, Shaq, but you know, the hotel auntie can, can, we can talk about that off if you want to. I'm just thinking like K-12 when I don't think like you can't just say, teacher, you <laughs> teacher, you can go work from home because that means that all your students are going to have to go to uh to be at home, too. And my, my, their parents going to have to be at work. So that's what I was more so thinking about. But I'm pretty sure it could be done. I think it will be for those who have the luxury of like, hey, I could stay at home or you go over, you know, this person's house and y'all all get together and watch the teacher. I could see that happening. Um True. Shelly's mom is going to host the party. Well, excuse me, it's not a party. It's the Friday. It's the Friday AMI. So come over here and Shelly's going to take care of it. You don't even have to bring them lunch. Just send them over to Shelly's mom's house. Oh, Shelly. Okay. Uh, look, we let's not uh, spend too much time on this because we could develop our own little K-12 system and have it rocking. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell y'all, I did make a promise on our last staff meeting when it was all three of us. I told everybody that I would post those interview questions on Instagram. I did not get to do that, though. I did share it on Twitter, but I didn't get to post it as I did not get explicit permission from the author. And I felt like it was really important to even though it was public on social media, I felt like it was important to either get um, her blessing or to not put it up at all. So I I did want to share that. Thank you, Shay. Cool. So today our weekly topic is a different world. Um, we just honestly want to connect with 
y'all and just talk about some of the effects of the pandemic, um, how your life has changed, what are some of your new normals, um, how have your responsibilities been shifting, what responsibilities have you lost or gained, and also just personal space. Um, and so we're going to go through some different segments um, just to see you know how all of us are handling these different aspects of being in corona season. And so personal. So one of the things that I know a lot of people aren't really engaging in anymore is commuting. Um, and personally, I am glad because I live about 25 miles from my job. And it's really no problem getting there in the daytime. But in the afternoon, after five o'clock, I mean, it takes me a whole nother day to get back home. And I hate it. And it's tiring. So it's definitely been really cool saving on gas and, you know, not having to spend that mental energy to commute. Um, but I also, to some extent, low-key kind of miss it because I listen to so much music in the car and it's where I listen to my podcast. So, like, it's kind of weird for me to, like, listen to podcasts in different places. Do y'all listen to podcasts, like, in a specific, during a specific time or when you're doing something in particular? Yeah, it depends. I'm I, I listen to podcasts when I work, so I could technically still be keeping up on mine. But I was talking to my boss and a couple other folks, and they were saying they typically listen when they're like walking across campus or walking, you know, distances or commuting to work in the car. Um, even one of my friends even said they don't even listen to music; it's only podcasts in the car. And so the, they they've missed out. You know, they're probably behind on mm. all of what he's told me. He's behind on some <laughs> stuff, but for me. I'm just behind because I've just been right. preoccupying my time with other stuff, like Netflix movies. <laughs> like, I can watch a movie while I work. Sign me up. No, that's true. Netflix, all kinds of shows while I work, in between calls. Um, my other big thing is exercising, which is crazy. I'm really proud of myself personally because I was not exercising before covid I was thinking about it and I was like, I know I need to get off my ass, but I was like, ah, I'm just really struggling. But since I've been at home, I've been doing yoga. Um, I don't do it every day, but like, especially when I'm feeling super tense in the morning, I do like a 15, 20 minute yoga video, which has been really nice. And I got an idea from one of the videos, but basically the yoga instructor was encouraging people to set their intentions while they were doing yoga. And I found that like the three, two or three times that I've done that, like I've really stayed on top of my schedule without a whole bunch of thought um, or anything. So that's been really nice. And then yesterday I went for a walk, which if I'm 100% honest, a little nervous to do again because my allergies are shot to hell. They gone. They gone. I mean, they are flared up like bad just for me being outside. And it was a lawn day. It was yard day in the community. So it was about 13 people cutting grass. And I'm just walking and dancing through the neighborhood, dying every inch. So it's definitely my allergies. So, so if you sneeze, we know it's because your allergies and not because of coronavirus, and, right? And I could not even okay. remotely infect you. I'm still going to look at you crazy, even though we not even in the same place. But, but yeah, and so I know that's some of the ways that I've been trying to take care of myself and some of the ways in which my personal life has changed. Um, and I think in general, like, I'm just trying to be mindful of where I am in my life, mindful of my privileges, mindful of the things that I always said, like, damn, if I had more time, I would do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, you seriously don't have an excuse. Like, you're saving an average of 10 hours just not driving in the car. So, like, you just have no excuse. Um, I want to talk a little bit about like my work routine. 
because I do see clients face to face every day, all day. Um, it's been very different. So I'm a team lead, but I also have a supervisor and a director. And one of the things that I learned that in these dire situations, they might, you know, give a direction. And even if you don't agree with it, you got to just roll with it for right now because things and time and people are moving so fast. Like you just got to roll with it. At the end of the day, we debrief and come back and say, you know, this worked this well, this didn't work. And then just kind of let's go from there. But in the moment, we have less of that um, discussion and more of just taking directives. So that's been a learning curve for me because I'm one to question. Like, that doesn't really make sense. Why don't we do it this way? There is no time for that right now. It's just, you know, take the direction and let's see. And we got to get through today. My supervisor and director are are both elderly. And so learning how to navigate that and helping them. Like, what you mean when you say elderly? Like... Older than me, one will be retirement age this month. That's elderly? Elderly? 65? Yeah, you made like they were some old hags. I thought you meant like 70 or something. When you 60, 70, yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. They Older are women? Both, let me, you know, <laughs> they are well seasoned. Okay? But you know, Jasmine, I was watching, uh, I was thinking, I can't remember the show. It was sisters. And they said because like women over 35, when they get pregnant, it's called geriatric pregnancy. Is that true? That's true. Okay. And so there because of that, you midwives and nurses, y'all just have a whole different uh like classification system that you use because the regular person ain't for the call nobody at 35 geriatric. So I think that's what it is, Erica. I never thought about that, but yes, I guess so. <laughs> okay, I know we're not an ass nurse, Jay, but I do have to explain this real quick. Now, do both of you know that a woman is born with all the eggs that she will ever yes. have? <gasps> no. Yes. Tell me more. So as she gets older, those eggs are also getting older. That's why 35 is kind of like the cutoff point of a geriatric pregnancy. And you have more complications. Okay. You see now why like people would be like, your clock's ticking. Okay, well, yeah, I knew, I understood the clock's ticking. I just didn't know why. But uh, I got some uh, some questions for Nurse J that ain't appropriate at, from this point oh. out about this situation. So I would like to ask those uh, after the staff meeting. Okay, well, I'll send you my information along with the cash app so that we can, <laughs> you can pay for your uh, consultation. Consultations used to be free. Absolutely, thank you. I have a $15 copay, so. I don't know if we take your insurance. But anywho, let's get back to the agenda. <laughs> Um, innovation. So with that being said, we've had to be very innovative on how we handle things. Um, as of now, I am working part-time in the call center, which we had to make up on the fly um, and come up with algorithms on when people call, how do we tell them, when do we tell them to come in versus quarantine at home? What kind of directions are we giving them? Like we had to come up with that in the afternoon once we found out that COVID was in our county. So that's been very interesting to see that evolve. Um, I do that half time. And then the other half, I'm working from home, seeing moms on telehealth visits. I already spoke about how different that is for me because I'm used to doing face-to-face visits. Like, can you imagine getting an hour and a half with your nurse and now you get a 15-minute phone call? It's very different. But you know what? It's, ooh, Jasmine, a lot of people are probably making, I just thought about it when you said that, a lot of people are probably making more money off of this because if you think about just just numbers, how 
you're looking at that because this is your profession and you're saying, oh, you know, I'm losing out, you know, I'm losing out on time. But people above that are like, oh, wow, she's connected with all this amount of people in this short amount of time. Wow. It makes sense now. Jack, that's why I said they're going to make us virtual because instead of an hour and a half and in uh, your transit time, that time from one house to the other, you could have seen five, ten more people. Oh, stay at home. Do a video chat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it makes me cringe. Like, I don't know. So the next one was like innovation on what's going to happen in the future. For me, it looks like how do I combine technology, you know, with OB care. So one of the things that I'm looking into is Mayo Clinic has a program called OB Nest. And so, Erica, if you were pregnant and coming to see me for services, you with your own Doppler so that you can listen to the baby and a blood pressure cuff and a scale. And so some of our visits will be virtual telehealth. You, you'll do your listen to your own baby. You'll just take your blood pressure, all that good stuff. And then you just report those things back to me. And we have a little chat about it. And then the other visits are group visits. And so then you'll get that kind of important touch and bonding and all that kind of stuff. So that's what... I've been working on is trying to virtually bond the two. What's the difference? Like, what are you doing in an hour and a half in person versus what you're doing in 15 minutes? Like, why can't it be just, why can't you spend longer on the telehealth with them? I'm not saying it should be an hour and a half, but like. I can, but I think it's because the relationship started in person. It feels very awkward to people on the phone. And so that instead of that taking time to really fill each other out and have casual conversation, it's just like, boom, 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 boom. Here's all my questions. What do I need to know? OK, have a nice day. And that's what makes me cringe is that I don't really get a feel for a client in 15 minutes. Like, have you tried to, like, ask them questions or like are they all rushing off the phone? I have asked questions and things like that. And it's just they rush off the phone. I don't know whether it's awkward or maybe they feel like. I'm important, and so they don't want to take more of my time. It's, I think it's just a general feel of being on the phone, you know? Who really wants to be on the phone that long, you know, talking that type of information? Now, if you're just kicking it with your friends, you probably can do it for a while. But, like, you, you asking me about my health, shit, I don't want to talk on the phone about that no more <laughs> than about two minutes. Okay, Shaq, but see, I talk about more things than that. Like, that's why people seek out the program is because... We talking about mental health. We talking about physical health. Like some of my moms, they are no longer working. So I'm trying to hook them up with resources because as if you a pregnant mom, you not want to hear you don't want to hear about the development of nothing if you can't feed your baby. So me meeting all those needs on top of everything else is what I'm addressing in that hour and a half. And I don't get to do that anymore. I see what you mean. Mm -hmm. building the ethos to that all that time i i get it yeah and i probably know more about them than their family like that's how you know quality care is getting so and i guess it's also like um barbers and and beauticians yeah for a lot of people you done had them so long you know and all your big moments they're gonna be there and your low moments they're going to be there and so you talk with them about everything and you know what? Just shout out to our barbers and beauticians because they are some of the most affected right now. We talked about this before. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, but yeah, they are some of the most affected because they can't, um, you know, they can't make any money. 
especially if they're in some of these other places. And that's crazy. Just thinking about all the like the things in society that has uh like changed throughout this. You can't go get your your hair done. You can't go get your nails done. You can't go out to the gym like who would have thought that this would happen? You can't even go out to eat. What have y'all been doing? Because I I've been struggling because I ain't trying to cook. All my meals, I still need some some flex, you know, some flexibility, a little change up, if you will. And I have torn that Chick Fil A <laughs> line down. And I'm telling like, like if any person in Chick Fil A got coronavirus, then goddamn it, I didn't brought it to my whole apartment <laughs> complex. Cause I have been there. What you been eating? I like the veggie wrap or either the the cob salad. I don't get the chicken, of course, and then fries. I didn't even know they had a veggie wrap. They don't advertise it. It's the chicken wrap. But if you tell them you want veggie, they take the chicken out and put other things in there from this, uh, like from the salad menu. Oh, baby, that's dinner, honey. Okay, such as it's just like it's a mixture of the salad, the the Cobb salad or the Southwest salad or whatever they're eating or something like that. But because oh, okay. yeah, I've been cooking. You know, you can. And I mean, you asking me. You know, you can ask them. <laughs> you you can ask them. Uh, Chick fil A. What's the temperature? That we keep the temperature precisely at 68 degrees here in the lobby. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. So they know. So ask them in there. You know, if you ever want to get it, just ask them. They'll probably mm. tell you what's all in it. I've been okay. cooking, friend. Um, I've been eating sandwiches, bagels, smoothies. I made some meatballs. And I'll make, like, spaghetti with some of them. Just ate them with green, green beans with the other ones. I'm tired of that. And so I'm probably going to make some shrimp and rice or something. I don't know. I'm tired of cooking, to be honest. Um, I just, I'm going through the food too quickly. Yeah, I just, it's just odd. I'm bored. And I'm tired of cleaning the kitchen. Retweet. I'm lucky enough. I got a partner that likes to cook. Although I heard her say she was tired of cooking. So that's why Chick-fil-A <laughs> going to be dinner. But um, yeah, she been cooking. Like today, I had a nice little tofu scramble. It was so good on corn tortilla. If we don't go to Chick-fil-A, she's going to make some uh, coconut curry. I had some breakfast tacos today, too. Okay. Yes. Y'all be really whipping it up in the kitchen. Well, Shaq, it's your turn to talk about the social stuff. Okay. Other stuff. So, what y'all be doing to get your, to get your fix socially? Because, I, you know, I told y'all, I'm trying to get back to me, I told y'all that I need people. What have y'all been doing to stay engaged with folks? I've been FaceTiming. I ain't had no little uh, social hour or happy hour over Zoom. I ain't had that yet. Yeah. Oh, well, I certainly, I mean, if you throw in shade, I've done that. But I'm kind of, so like, I'm tired of it. <laughs> Friend, you look so sad. So, so for context, I, I started a couple Zooms and I still have a, a core crew. Um, Erica was actually in the group, but she left. Um, I don't know, and we don't know what she left for. But Friend, it was too many people I didn't know in there, and it was too much going on. Um, she was in the crew, but we uh we had frequent Zoom meetings, and we still do. But all the other ones, they were just so consuming, and then like y'all, my internet get to act crazy. You can't hear somebody, and then people want to play music in the background, and just uh, it became too much. Friend, I just feel like you you felt like you couldn't control all the Zooms. And you just lost it. You started 13. 
I yeah, think that's you, exactly so what happened. So the last Zoom I was on with Shaq, we was a grad school reunion. Not the one that he said that I left. And yes, I left because it was too many people in there I didn't know. And wasn't nobody. it was just odd. I just didn't feel like I belonged. So I removed myself. Um, But the other one, he on the thing because he the host, muting everybody, trying to say who going to talk when, ain't giving nobody no direction. I'm like... Man, you can't be on here doing all this. So that's what's really wrong with him. He wants to have way more control over all the Zoom things he started. And he realized ain't nobody doing it. And now he mad. And he 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 done. That's what it is. I ain't finna argue with Erica today. Because I've gotten several requests to continue. I just don't want to do And this is what killed me about him. He saw all this stuff. Get everybody riled up. Virtual brunch. Virtual happy hour. Virtual meeting. Virtual this. And then he just gonna stop everything. <laughs> What did that personality uh, test say? I don't remember, but I'm sh- I'm guessing you do. He liked to start things, but he has trouble maintaining. So, friend, it did say that. It did say that. You gotta you gotta work with it. Now that you know, and you can't control all the Zoom meetings. Well. For now, I'm putting them on a hiatus, even though tomorrow, um, at the time of this recording tomorrow, I'm going to host a murder mystery Zoom party. So if y'all would like to join, please let me know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. I got two more people. I got a good. This is so I'm trying to make the group real, real diverse because like a lot of my other groups, probably reason why Erica didn't like the other one because it became so many of my undergrad friends. And so I want like just people who know me from all different places. That sounds so, like fun. But I'm hosting it. I'm going to give y'all the details. Okay. I'm also, guess what reunion I'm going to on Thursday? Who? The last building I worked in as an RA, which is Cougar Place, CP, we having a reunion tomorrow um, over Zoom. I'm sorry, on Thursday over Zoom. And I'm just like, man, like I ain't talked to these people in years. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, and I think the difference between some of those and mine have been the ones that have really tired me out are the ones that we've been drinking and parlaying. Yeah. And so Mm-mm. like one of my friends, she said she uh, couldn't even make it uh, the next day. She had turned up so much and this was all on zoom. So I'm like, goodness gracious. Y'all please zoom responsibly. We shall. Oh, have y'all heard people been hacking zoom and zoom bombing basically. Somebody didn't hack the zoom that I was in. What happened? We were <laughs> we were in a virtual event for the school and somebody was in it. They just started writing on the screen. And so like per- that particular one, they got in. That's the virtual whiteboard. I, I, I guess they just started writing on the screen while the thing was going on. But they weren't doing anything inappropriate. It, it was like they were covering the screen up. So, of course, it was a co-host. They put them out, that kind of thing. But they yeah, said you can put happy. passwords on them. We was about to do it today. But so y'all be careful during your Zoom. And okay, and if you do put a password on your Zoom, you need to know that if you send people out the link, be careful because sometimes in that link the password is already embedded. So you should send out people tell people, join me on Zoom, here's my meeting ID, and then tell them the password. That way if anybody else sees the meeting ID, they can't get in. But if they see the full link, they click right straight in. Hmm. I have to let them I have to let my people know. Mm-hmm. Hey, we all about educating the people. One more point of education. Do y'all know what COVID-19 comes from? It's like a shortened version of Corona in the year. It's a strain. Very close. Same. So the CO comes from Corona. The VI comes from virus. And 19 was 2019. What's the D? Disease. Coronavirus disease 2019. Because, you know, this is a little earlier than we actually, you know. But, yeah. 
Jasmine, you were smiling. Did y'all? Did you know that? Yeah, I knew, but it was nice that oh. you knew too. Yep, I did a um a little. I was doing a little trivia, and I and I ran upon that. Um, another thing that I ran upon was we we forgot to debrief our uh, retreat experience. I I felt like the colleagues should have yeah. known how we how our retreat went, but since we skipped it, I'm gonna go just say what I had to say about it. Jasmine asked me a question, and I know it ain't time for my segment. But I wanted to explain some things based off of what we talked about. I know I told y'all that um, that I was no longer on a base search, which I'm not. I'm not really doing it. But we got to thinking about a time of my past. Amen. 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 Okay. Okay. And uh, we she she shit. I'm going all around the bush to say she asked me about hookup etiquette. Like she was just we were just wanting to talk about it because she asked me like what happens if you know somebody. No, I think we were talking about the apps. It came from the apps and like how some apps you don't have your face on. And sometimes you don't. And she was like, well, and we just went down a rabbit hole of like, what happens when people don't know you? And I just want everybody out here to know Jasmine was thrown like back by the fact that I will tell people when I see them, you're not what I was looking for. And I would just depart. I I just end the occurrence right then. Or was that Erica that was? No, that was Jasmine. Because Well, first of all, the last time I, you know, internet dated was in the POF days. Is that still around? Plenty of fish? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure it is. It's ragged as hell. Well, that it's been a long time. And so Shaq, Shaq said he didn't have a picture of somebody. I'm like, what? <laughs> what you mean? Y'all met online. I don't have a picture of the face. What? <laughs> Are you? Meet somebody and you don't know what they I look didn't. like. Like. Is that, a, is that a thing? And so it sparked this conversation of like, what is internet dating like now? Um, and he mentioned that he has gone on a first date. And it, correct me if I'm wrong, Shaq, but this was after conversation, right? Y'all met up and yes. then you decided it wasn't your type. And so you left. Yes. I would never. While we were at said date. I would never. <laughs> well, well. Well, you also married, and so like it's we we almost in two damn different worlds. Oh, we are we in two different worlds, but I mean, wait, desperate check, times. Check. So I met Nikki on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining her. She drove four hours to Atlanta to come see me, for me to say, "Eh, you're not really my type." Because the traveling that makes it a little different. I would have needed to see pictures and all that kind of stuff in terms of traveling, but just our first time meeting in person was at a bar like at a like a sit down type of bar where you get wings and shit like no if i if i come in and when i looked at him i was like oh no 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 <laughs> did oh, you like leave. let him know or did you just sneak out well we sat down and, and talked like hey i just want to you know i had to verify i couldn't just see random joe schmo coming in the restaurant and assume they were coming to me so they had to come to my table oh they walked in on you yeah, I was sitting down. Okay, and then so can you just walk us through it? So then they sat down. I'm sitting down, and then we got to talking, and it was like just some very introductory stuff. Um, and then the server came over to bring drinks, and then it was like right after that I got a water, and then um, I was looking at the menu, and I was like, you know, I just I'm not into the the menu. I, I think it's just yeah, everything. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go on. Like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go home. And he was like, all right. What? I just don't understand why they're so funny. That is Eric. Have you done that? No. I... <laughs> okay, not that I 
would suffer through an entire date but I just I don't know I would at least give the conversation a chance like you ordered a water so you weren't even gonna get a bill like you knew you knew you weren't staying yeah no I didn't know that but I came prepared just in case it were to happen like I I wanted to begin with the end in mind perhaps all right yeah friend I mean I guess I can't fault you for your honesty but I do got a uh I do got a millennial music mashup for y'all. Y'all wanna do it now, or y'all wanna wait. Well, whenever you finish your part of the staff meeting, we waiting on you. Oh, well, I'm gonna finish mine right now. So this is a classic. I decided we would go old school on this one. Um, it did not come out, it'll make sense in a second. I won't even try to describe the time range. However, this is a classic, and I know you both know this, um, this this musical piece. Are there any questions before I start with the narrative? No. Okay, so because of that, I'm not going to use any personal pronouns. So, oh, yes, I will. Okay, so the artist is a woman, and and, and she uses the the woman's pronouns are she and her and hers. So, she wrote a story, and in fact, she shared it with her friends. Um, She was sharing how um, the person that she is in or is slash was in a relationship with was spending time in other places than with her and that she was very sick of him. And the song is most famous because she is telling the audience what she told him. So she spent the look like she's telling him the whole time. So she's like, listen, this is my problems with you. Woman to woman. No, no. These are my problems with you. No, because remember, woman to woman was woman talking to woman. This is the lady telling the audience about her relationship. And so she was like, you know what? I'm tired of you because of X, Y, Z. And so instead of talking to me, this is what you need to do. Tyrone, you better call Tyrone. I'm about to be like, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right. I thought there would be. I was going to say, I know y'all both know Tyrone. You got another one. Yeah. Uh-uh, I just did one. Yeah, I want another. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let you let's go, and I'm gonna come up with another okay. one. Then we'll do it in a second. Okay. So okay. somebody else give us their updates, and we'll come back. Jasmine. Well, I'll go. So, um, have I been reading? I've been reading The Alchemist. I've read it like two and three times. You can get something from it each time. It's great. I've also been watching. Um, is it Who Killed Malcolm X? Yeah, Who Killed Malcolm X? And that was good. I finished that in two mornings. I don't know what I'm going to watch next. Have you seen Wild Wild Country? No. You should watch it. I know what it is. It's good? Yes. I finally watched it like a year or so later. And I was like, good. It, Carol Baskin's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carol Baskin. <laughs> Cuter husband whacked him. I know who done it. I know who done it. Carol Baskin. Have y'all seen the Savage Challenge of him? Mm-mm. Yeah, Carol Baskins killed her husband, whacked him. She said, <laughs> something Oh, my Lord. Fed him, fed him to the tiger snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskins. Wow. When I saw that, I was like, wow. That's my favorite one. And shout out to Megan V. Stallion because she just released a, a lyric video for that and they drew an animation of a cartoon doing it for the lyric video. Oh, that's cute. 
It is. It's really cute. I didn't know had Megan inspires the masses. Okay. I done heard two neighbors walking down the street during their little stroll. <laughs> like to Megan the Stallion. I, I was like, okay. Megan, you out here giving women confidence. Keep it keep it up. I listened to um Megan this morning. I'd rather be a B I T C H. Cause that's what you gonna call me when trip anyway. You said that ain't one of your favorites? No. She's just good to me. Like she just be going off and I'd be like I don't like that song. I feel like that's the only song that I have not liked. Um, it doesn't seem like it's very pro women, if to be honest. Like, call me a bitch, like now, like call, I know she's saying like yo bitch, but like to to proclaim that up, up to the masses, I don't know if that was the best idea. No, she was just saying I'd rather be. I think the B I T C H stands for something else because it's hey, I, I, and I, which I don't know what it is, but she's just like I'd rather be that because that's you gonna call me when I'm shipping anyway. So like you're not gonna sit up here and act like the way that I'm portraying myself is any different. No, I think she meant and it, pardon my language part of my language i think she meant it on a level of like that's my nigga and that's my bitch type of that's what that's what i interpreted from it you know just that feel. i didn't get that but mm-mm. no okay oh well uh shack maybe you need to have a little music segment where we dive deep into uh things like that behind the lyrics okay do y'all ever watch genius thank you for tuning in to <laughs> behind the lyrics but Erica, she has a song with phony people. Yes. Um, you got a man, but you're fucking around. <laughs> Don't ask questions if we just Hey. Look. Megan is on my personal board of directors. I consult with her regularly. Interesting. Um, and yeah. She she holds me down. Mm. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Well, I have an update. I've been reading, y'all. I was on chapter 60 for about 60 weeks. Okay. But now I'm on chapter 75. Hey. Ain't God good? Day by day. How many chapters in that book? Day by day. A million. It got to be like like 80, 80, early 90. Yeah. Because I'm almost done. It says I'm like over 75% done, but I'm like every two pages a different chapter. I'm like, yeah. What's going on? They gonna make it out. They gonna make it to the to the. They gonna get through the ceremony. They gonna get the magic back for the people. Continue on, girl. It's so good. I'm proud of you, Shaq. You ready? It's my turn. All right, yeah, I got one. Um, so I have. I was trying to give y'all two options because I feel like this one may be too classic. Um, and I can't ask you like if you know this artist because then it's gonna give it up. But I'm gonna go on with it. So this is a classic R&B artist. Um, you probably heard your, I heard my mama listen to this kind of music. You probably heard your mama listen to it or either your older cousins, right? So it was not like blues or anything like that. It's still very much so R&B. So this is an artist and she tells the story of how she went to another woman and she had to tell her of what was happening. Excuse me, I lie, I lie, I lie. The late, so let me just start over because I fucked that one up. Okay, so this one is the story of a woman and she is telling her, um, her husband about this other woman in their conversation. So it's not, so it's kind of like woman to woman, but it's different, you know, that's how I got the connection. So she's telling her husband, she said, hey, um, I just want to let you know, this is what happened to me today while I was at home. Um, someone stopped by and they shared that, uh, well, and I wanted to say that I'm going to give it up now. Um, I would say a visitor, but I probably should call them an old friend. Um, 
They stopped by and they told me that you've been lying to me. We're married, but that you have another kid. <laughs> Friend, are you so confident we was going to get it any second now? And I'm lost as, as a sauce. I told you this may be too classic. Let me just tell you the answer. No follow up questions. Unless you're going to give us some more information. Who I told you the whole thing. Okay. She said um, she brought the baby by and she was holding the baby. And the baby looked no, just like uh, the dad. Holding your baby with eyes like yours. She said it's your child. I know. Mary J. I Blige, did not think of that. And it really messed me up. Erica, you didn't know it? No, never heard it. <gasps> oh, my. What's the song called? It's called Your Child by Mary J. Blige. Just so I was like, surely if you're going to get it. But that's like a, for me, that's like a classic one. I'm like, yeah. Mary J. That, you know, that's my mama's favorite right there. She loves her some Mary J. Blige. See, didn't I say I said either your mama yeah. listened to it or your older cousin? No, I love Mary J., but I got in on the um breakthrough album. Gotcha. Okay. Did y'all know uh, Bill Withers passed away? Rest in peace. I saw that. Yeah. Lean on me. How old was he? They got me in my feelings. I don't remember. I don't know. Honestly, that ain't my favorite rendition of Lean on Me. I think he probably made it, but I like the one in the movie Lean on Me, so I... That's the one that you gonna go with? Yeah, when Miss Powers go up there. Some time in my life. <laughs> y'all know. And Lean on Me was on that stage. No, That's my favorite movie. Clearly. <laughs> Shaq, do you have anything else you want to tell us? Because, okay, you said you didn't have, okay, I just want to make sure you didn't have no, why are you looking at me like that? Because he asked you not to ask him if he had anything, and you just keep doing it. Alrighty, so I'm going to go ahead and end the episode. If y'all want to connect with us, y'all can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at books to bills podcast on Twitter at books to bills. And if you want to send us some snail mail, it's snail mail, email or regular mail, email from books to bills podcast at Gmail. <laughs> at this point, I guess it can be considered a snail mail. This is a really odd ending, but I'm clicking off my thing right now.